A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to The Shit Show. Singing at the King's Coronation. Kyoto, oh. everyone. It's a squishy dish. Squish, where are you right now? I'm on <laughs> your floor of your bedroom this time. Yeah, well, you're actually on the floor of my bedroom at home as well. Oh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a little bit to pass what you were saying there. Next- no, I sit on a seat in your room. Oh. And so, Squish is in Auckland at the moment. Where are you heading out to? I'm heading to Las Vegas. <gasps> Shut up and put your money where your mouth is. Yuck. Hey, speaking of, Katy Perry sings that song, Waking Up in Vegas. Oh, uh, yeah. I was trying to actually figure out what song you were singing. I'm a bit slow. <laughs> and no, but do you know what else Katy Perry's doing? Uh, singing at the King's Coronation. Oh, oh. Because I can only sort of get... Oh, I can't wait to hear you talk about the King's Coronation later on in the episode, Lucy. Oh, well, everyone, spoiler. Well, I'm not even really talking about it. Oh, I, you actually are? I put like a five bullet points about it. Oh, I can talk about the... Um... No, 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 okay. no. Squish wanted to bring something to the table and I had to veto it for the first time ever. Yeah, usually she likes my deep dives on nerdy stuff, but apparently deep dives on the, um, the King's sort of horse-drawn cart that he's using for the coronation isn't what the people want. So and, and I think I'm shelving that one. It could be an Instagram story if people really came to you and said, please tell me about it. Nah. No. Oh, no, okay. Um. So, Squish, you're heading off to Vegas. Yes. But before you go to Vegas, we're having a night on the wine and pasta, naturally. Oh, what could be better than that? Literally. And you're going to tell me what the weirdest thing you saw on the internet this week was. Oh, do you want me to do that now or yeah. at dinner? No. <laughs> we will bring the mic out to dinner. No, we always say that we're going to do these weird, like, bring the mic with us to Waiheke and find the sausage stealer or whatever it was, or the sausage planter. Yeah, but who actually wants to do that? No, no, it's admin. Mm, anyway. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what's your weirdest thing, bruh? Um, have you heard about the, the dick iceberg? I haven't. Okay. Well, the story goes that a man named, and this is even kind of cool, the man's name is Ken Pretty, which is kind yeah. of a cool name. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ken Pretty, Ken Pretty is from the town of Dildo in Newfoundland in Canada, um, which is a pretty funny name even to begin with. I've got a few questions first. Yeah. So Dildo is the name of the town? Yes. And is that how you say Newfoundland? Newfoundland. New, Newfoundland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I asked a genuine Canadian. No, that's... that's. Yeah. I believe you. I'm just thinking I'm an egghead. Okay. Newfoundland. It doesn't... New Zealand. Doesn't... New Zealand. Oh, yeah. So anyway, he was flying his drone around. Yeah. And he spotted an interestingly shaped 30-foot iceberg off Newfoundland's east coast. 
as he flows, flew his drone sort of over the top of this 30-foot iceberg, um, he realised that the hulk of the ice bore a distinct resemblance to a characteristic part of the male human anatomy. Um, Penis! That's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. I just think it's... Oh, also, the town of Dildo... Yeah, I know. ...is on Conception Bay. Oh. So... Oh, my God. Okay, hmm. no. This God is like, did do something there. He ate with that. It's the simulation, Lucy. <laughs> yeah. Elon. <laughs> something. I don't know. <laughs> simulation, Elon. Okay, so you've got a dick iceberg in the town of Dildo in Conception Bay. Yeah. And Ken Pretty found it. Ken Pretty Lucky. <laughs> to see that. <laughs> to see that. He, he saw it before the top bit fell off um, the next day. Oh. So he took some photos. I was going to say something gross. <laughs> this is PG, Lucy. Yeah. We can't be doing that. No. As a side note, do you know that they harvest icebergs? No. And sell, because apparently the water is really pure. Oh. Well, it's kind of like glacier water. Yeah. But I don't know, what do they do? Just hook a rope up to it and tow it to the water factory? And How do they the harvest it? Just like put some there... fire on it and melt it into a bottle? There's, no, there's people there with ice axes chipping away at it. Oh my god, I did not... That that can't be good. Would the you... polar bears already don't have that many places to live in. Yeah, but they're already floating away. Oh yeah, they're fr- yeah, okay. Would you drink um, Ken's dick water? Yeah, I'd, pr- I'd pay a premium price for that. <laughs> for Ken's dildo dick water. With the branding opportunities... That was my weirdest thing, and I thought it was pretty weird. So, what was your weirdest thing? <laughs> I love that I'm always like, no matter how many times we do it, you need oh, prompting to good ask. At segues, and there could have looking down this, there could have been a good segue. There could have been, but instead, it was like, hmm. So that's my weirdest thing. <laughs> my weirdest thing is actually something you sent through. Mm-hmm. Concertgoer's apparent orgasm as LA Philharmonic played Tchaikovsky's Fifth, quite beautiful and rather wonderful. So Nick, I had seen this on Twitter. I'd seen like one tweet that said, I was just like at the orchestra in LA and someone had an orgasm in the middle of like Tchaikovsky's whatever. Also really just dawned on me that both our weirdest things have been quite sexual. Yeah, I know. That's where the segue could have been. Yeah, true. So anyway. Maybe she was drinking the Ken's dick water. Anyway. And it has magical powers. Okay, so this person called Molly Grant, well, that's um, who this article used as their source, uh, was apparently enjoying the LA Philharmonic's performance of, like I've already said twice, Tchaikovsky's Fifth (laughs) Symphony on Friday at the Walt Disney Concert Hall when she heard what she described as a scream slash moan erupt from the balcony. Everyone kind of turned to see what was happening, she said. I saw the girl after it happened and I assumed that she had an orgasm because she was heavily breathing, her partner was smiling and looking at her, like in an effort to not shame her. And she said it was quite beautiful. And what, then, uh, what? What? It was quite beautiful. Yeah, it was quite distracting. Yeah, it was quite beautiful. I mean, she was obviously moved. She was obviously moved. <laughs> she was obviously you don't think the boyfriend sitting beside her had anything to do with it? Oh, There's not a video, is there? No, apparently. Oh, fucking stop! Okay. <laughs> No. It was linked in the stuff article. It was like... No, it wasn't. Yes, it, no, it was. In the stuff yes, article. It was. Yes, it was. 
Jesus. Saying this is allegedly, yeah. No yeah, way. An alleged audio recording of the moment where someone can be heard crying out during a quiet beat in the music was making the rounds on social media. Attendees who spoke to the Los Angeles Times said that the clip was similar to what they'd heard. <laughs> Wait, just one more time. Who even makes no, that noise? No, anyway? like, that's, that's That's... Okay, so... Okay. I can't confirm whether that's real, but a few people have said, and it could just be a big rumour, who knows, but a few people have said, yeah, that someone got off to Tchaikovsky's fifth. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty good. But yeah, it's a great know. weirdest thing. And yeah, Nick sent me that article, and I'd only seen the tweet until then. I hadn't heard that fucking <laughs> alleged recording. Um, speaking of spots, geez, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god! Delete that. Fuck. Sake. Oh my. Oh my god. <laughs> the look of horror on no. your face as you were saying that. Speaking of spots, um, Nick. How's it even? Pepperoni sp- hug spot. Is what the new, fuck is, is that? Is our new sponsor? Oh, what the fuck is this? Um, pepperoni hugs. <laughs> Have you just seen the title? Yes, I haven't read it. I like um, to be fresh. Yeah. So pepperoni hug spot is the title of a, a made up pizza com- uh, pizza company that a, a username everything good comes from Reddit, and this is yeah. um, a guy called Pizza Later made a uh, completely AI generated TV ad for this hypothetical pizza company called Pepperoni Hug Spot, <laughs> and it's actually it's he took well. According to him, he wasted three hours of his life on the ad, and I think it was a pretty good three hours. We'll play it for you. Yeah. Are you ready for best pizza of life? Bring friends down to Pepperoni Hug Spot. Our chefs make pizza with heart and special touch. Cheese, pepperoni, vegetable, and more secret things. Need delivery? Pizzas come fast. Knock, knock. Who's there? Pizza magic. Eat pepperoni hug spot pizza. Your tummy say thank you. Your mouth say mm. pepperoni hug spot. It's like family, but with more cheese. Okay, so for everyone that couldn't see, it was sort of like an old I school. Ate everyone. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> ate everyone. It was sort of like an old school Pizza Hut yeah. slash like Macca's ad, quite retro. It's kind of like real gives nineties. Yeah, it's yeah. quite cool. It's quite on trend for what's mm. cool right now. And the thing is, like, obviously the dialogue was a little bit weird, and if you can't see, but some of the faces were a bit like freaky. However. For him to have done that in three hours for free, that would take a production company. It would have like a thirty, like at least thirty k, probably a hundred k budget, more than that. It's like, oh, if, if if that pizza, if pepperoni hug spot was the size of pizza, yeah, hut, man, that would be like a three million dollar budget or something probably, to yeah. roll out them on TV. That's that's really bizarre. AI is so capable. So he used AI tools that we kind of know of. So he used. Chat GPT for the dialogue. Yeah. Um, he used the image generator Midjourney. Yeah. I think you know It's like about. Dali 2. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, video clips from a program called Runaway Gen 2. Wow. Um, and the voiceover and music are both AI generated Holy as well. Shit. All he had to do was pick the bits that he liked, um, that they generated, and put them together in After Effects. See, that's another interesting part of when people say it's going to take creatives' jobs or it's going to take artists' jobs or whatever, is... It's, there's even something in knowing what to pick and knowing how to put it together. You know, like even that, that curation spot at mm. the end is still valuable. Oh, yeah, It yeah, is yeah. just, 
it saves so much time and maybe it puts out the videographers, the script writer, you know, they're out of a job here. But I mean, wow. Some of the, the, um, the clips were pretty weird. Like yeah. the, the chef had smoke pouring out of his arm. Yeah. Um, the lady eating the pepperoni pizza was eating the plate instead yeah. of the pizza. So there's a little, there's, it, was I creep, mean, it was a little uncanny Valley vibes mm, for sure. But for him to have done that in three hours, yeah. I don't know how far you could get, like, I've never written a TV ad, no. but in three hours, I'd still be looking. It'd be like the SpongeBob holding up the. Yes, on the, on yes, the sheet. yes. It's like me writing my shit show stuff sometimes. Uh, yeah, when you're, like, maybe Chad would be taken just write us. And I couldn't make up, like, lines like, your tummy says thank you, your mouth say mmm. <laughs> Um, okay, so you never went to kindergarten. Knock, knock, who's there? Pizza magic? <laughs> or a pepperoni hug spot. Cheese, pepperoni, vegetable, and more secret things on the pizza? I don't know. I love that. I've... It sounds like an SNL skit, Loki. Can we have pizza for dinner? <laughs> well, we are going to an Italian place. It, it makes me want pizza. Pepperoni anyway, hug spot. Um, Great. Yeah. So that, I, th- I think I might do what weird thing has AI done this week. Yeah, I love that. And that's kind of what Dunk brings as well. It's always like... There's something new that we want to... Because I saw someone made, like, an AI for to do your banking, like Joanna GPT or something, oh, that I want Doug to talk about because it's like, okay, banking, really? Not going to do your banking now? I know. Kind of free. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay. Um, but back in the real world, Australia, Nick, has mm-hmm. just said that they're going to ban recreational vaping mm. and make vapes pharmacy only. Which is kind of interesting because... They, Pharmacy only. They already have, technically, it's already illegal, but you can go to any store and, like, any dairy or convenience store in Australia and get one. But now they are, I guess, are cracking down a bit harder. They are going to heavily regulate, like, the importation of all cigarettes. And now non-prescription vapes are going to be, like, seriously they're hoping they're going to be way harder to get their hands on so now vapes only will be only sold in pharmacies or pharmaceutical like packaging with certain flavors and other ingredients banned and the concentration and the volume of nicotine is going to be reduced so and all disposable vapes like single use Mm. banned i mean like i said already illegal but apparently they really want to crack down on the black market of vapes oh well i mean banning thing that's a good way to crack down on the black market i know know. so it's interesting it'll be sort of like believe it when you see it type of stuff because like it sort of exists now but it is really interesting so doctors i think are going to be more like if you're trying to give up smoking they can prescribe you vapes but Mm. it's not going to be like those flavors that everyone's obsessed with or yeah you're not you're not going to the uh, doctor to get a uh, blueberry yum yum (laughs) yeah or a fucking candy floss cola or whatever it is Mm. Australia's back on the dozers then. Oh, well, actually, in the weekend, um, we were, went 
Ruby's flat had like a flat crawl and every flat had a different country and we were France. And so we went and bought a pack of cigarettes to have like as part of the ambiance. Guess how much? $50. $60 for 25 Oh my God. So maybe Australia won't be on the durries. That's $2.50 each just about. And then for our next story, which I don't really care too much about, but Nick had the headline King Coronation in here. So I was like, okay, I'll jump in here too because there's not really that much news that I'm across. (laughs) (laughs) And then Nick didn't actually, Nick went on a deep dive about boring stuff. Mm. And then I just read one thing about the coronation, but I thought I've pulled the only bits that I find interesting about it, okay? So the cost, Squish, do you know how much this fucking... Coronation is costing. I don't know exactly, but I bet it's not cheap. A hundred million pounds or 203 million Holy New Zealand dollars. A hundred million pounds. Yeah. And so this has actually caused like a lot of piss off in the UK because you know the cost of living over there is fucked. People can't eat. And so they are really angry that their like money, taxpayer money. Yeah. And it's taxpayer funded. Yeah. Like a hundred million pounds. Pay for your own party, fuck's sake. Like, I know. And then... On that, the level of performers that are coming are, like, super budget, okay? So, you did have people like Sir Elton John, Robbie Williams, Harry Styles, and Adele who were asked to perform but all declined. And then, instead, you've got Andrea Bocelli, which is actually, like, that's cool. He's gorge. Um, But then Katy Perry, take that. Paloma Faith, Ollie Murs, Nicole Scherzing it, like all these like What n- is Katy Perry doing there? I I honestly think she, it was just someone that said yes. Cause who gives a fuck about King Charles? Spaniel. <laughs> Katy Perry obviously does. Katy Perry okay. <laughs> He's gonna get chased by the King Charles Spaniel. Yeah. Ooh. Um another cool tidbit though is Kiwi Dylan Thomas, nineteen years old, who is currently living in the UK, will take part in the coronation as a bell ringer. The former Carpety College student is well known in ringer circles and previously gained the title of Global Young Ringer of the Year. Fucking give him a taste of Kiwi, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fucking he's been through the ringer. Um Richie McCaw's going as someone that mm-hmm. has had a New Zealand Order of the Merit, I think. Big Rich, yeah. Um and then Look, there's going to be an event in the Auckland domain to celebrate it, and there's going to be performances and free ice cream and sapling giveaways. When is it sapling giveaways? <laughs> sapling giveaways, yeah, um, which is like little trees. When is it? Seventh of May. That oh, I'm gonna miss it. Same, just because I want to miss it, not because I'm not here. <laughs> No, I, I can't go free. No, go get a free tree. Only if it's cookies and creams. Um, I don't like any other Pledge thing. allegiance to the king. Oh, yeah, you also have to pledge allegiance to him, which, like, I would only That's do it with really... my fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, only going to do it on opposite day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so that's exciting. Oh. So, now, do you think, Lucy, there's anybody our age that actually... Because I liked the Queen, because she was kind of a G. And a QD. Yeah, but now I'm like, really? They all seem kind of dodgy. Oh, my God. I, t- I actually don't think there's anyone our age that gives a single shit. I mean, that's a huge generalisation. But if we're going to generalise, mm. like, maybe I should poll the audience. Will that seem rude if I say, who gives a shit about the <laughs> King's Coronage? You've also got a very large American... Yeah. And they definitely don't give a shit. But also, UK. Like, it'd just be interesting to see how many people even say yes. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Okay, do that. I might do that. It's mm. a good idea. 
And then, Nick, I do have a good news story that kind of relates to you. I'm interested in hearing this. All Belgians entitled to bicycle allowance for commute. God damn it. So this isn't new, but it's been increased. And actually a lot of European countries do give you a bicycle allowance, which I think is dope. That is cool. Like, so How do you prove it? How do you prove that you rode to work? You, um, do they you look at your have, Strava? I don't know. You must have to log it somehow. I'm not actually sure how, but it's, it's and it's sort of a tax reduction like you can claim Uh, back on it type of thing but as of the first of may belgian employees who regularly cycle to work so i think that's once a week you prove once a week um entitled to a compensation of 0.27 euros so like yeah cents me 27 cents 27 cents per kilometer of their commute so if you've got like a long commute so my ride to work is 10 kilometers yeah that's two dollars seventy yeah there and I assume it's two dollars seventy back. Yeah. So that's like five bucks. Yeah. What's five euros and? Um, it'd be about eight bucks. I what? would totally ride to work more if I was getting paid nine dollars. Yeah. To ride to and from work. Nine dollars, and then imagine if you did that every day. Nine times, times five, five forty-five. 45. And what if you do that for I don't know. 30 weeks of the year because it's winter. That's $1,300. Yeah, that is such a good incentive. Oh, and you can almost buy a new bike with that. And I probably would. Nick? Yeah? It's for e-bikes as well. <clears throat> so, it's just, I don't know. That's just called future thinking. Wayne Brown could never. And I think that's really cool. Get Chippy on the phone because I want to talk to him yeah. about something. Well, he's actually this. going to the coronation. Oh, he is too. Yeah. So he's busy. Also, he's got some political stuff that's in the at the moment. Yeah. Like, honestly, um, we're a news podcast. We don't talk about that. <laughs> but squish, we don't talk about hard things. That's actually all I've got for you today. No, but I thought that was a good good thing to end on is yeah, bikes and money and maths. We did some maths. We did prove the, that we're smart. We did some live maths, and now you all know that we're smart. Oh my god! I just did the classic. Did I not press record on this episode? And you did, and I did. But I can see that we've been quite noisy at times during this. Hmm. Anyway. Um, or was that the road? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it could have been the fucking trains outside. Squish and I are going to go and have some pizza, some pepperoni hug time. No, hug some spot. pepperoni hug spot. Yeah. Maybe some pasta, some wine. Are you ready for best pizza of life? Uh, yes. Tummy says, mmm, or something. It's like family, but with more cheese. <laughs> oh, God. And on that note, Squish is off to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Wish me luck. Good luck. Put hope it all you, on red. I was going to say, I hope you fucking make more than the bike commuters. Mm. Is that relevant or not that good? Okay, well, on that note... (laughs) Okay, well, on that note, we will catch you later. See you. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.